Welcome to the campfire, the only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Gilardo. He called this one, Not Dear, Please, allow me to tell you his tale. I met Cyrus at a frat party where, despite the pricey tuition fee, booze still managed to be cheap. A med student who was encircled by interested girls and a literature student on a scholarship nursing her stale beer crossed paths a while later got to talking. And after a year of dating, we made it official. A dinner was planned for our families to finally meet. I've only told my mom about Cyrus and asked her not to tell dad just yet, just in case something goes awry. You see, dad's always been very protective of me, but ever since he came back from a hunting trip last year, he just wasn't the same anymore. My call with my mother would often consist of how dad would stare off into space or be so deep in thought that he couldn't be bothered to be of company. Whenever mom would offer help, he'd just brush it off. I'd often spend most nights wondering of solutions and with a defeated sigh, I resigned. The drive to the restaurant got my heart racing as I kept checking my appearance in my pocket mirror. The fact that I had rich people to impress justified my stress. Cyrus would give me a reassuring smile that said that his parents would love me and upon meeting them, I was engulfed in warm hugs and welcoming eyes that got me thinking. Cyrus was right. My folks arrived just five minutes after us, and to my surprise, Dad was social. His voice boomed during that dinner. It's as if joy found itself in his system again, which made Mom and I share a look of relief. We went home to our respective houses after the pleasant meal and before I could excuse myself to wash. Dad asked me for a talk and what he said next made confusion swim in my mind. You can't see him anymore. Tongue-tied and angry at the same time, I failed to retort only for my father to give me the reason why. He stated that during his hunting trip, he decided to go on another trail for a change of the game and when he was making his way down an incline, he saw Cyrus and his dad near their truck. Dad thought of approaching them in the hopes of having company, but when he was about 100 yards away, the sight of their kill halted his steps and made him hide behind a bush. Laid on the ground was a bear and deceased woman who had small antlers attached to her head. I saw Dad shake and take deep breaths as his eyes started to water. It was as if he was still in those woods. He said that he couldn't tell authorities for he had no proof and he was afraid that we would be caught in the crossfire of it all. The image of my father so frightened and so small made my gut twist and my heart break. He begged me to believe him and that he was so sorry for being a coward. I could only hug him and share his sorrow through my tears. A week before our return to the university, I asked Cyrus to meet me at the local park. The screams of children filled the air as they played tag and I saw Cyrus looking at them with a smile on his lips. I sat beside him on the bench, never leaving a distance just in case he'd get suspicious. And before I could say my piece. Cyrus spoke without turning his attention to me that making my stomach churn. Look at them fleeing like scared deers. Hey Kelly, how fast do you run? That simple question added a drop of truth to what my father had confessed. 
I felt the panic in my system as Cyrus finally looked at me. His face held a look of waiting. I laughed it off, a nervous tinge somehow visible, to dissuade what I had learned. You know I don't do cardio, I replied as I tucked a rouge hair behind my ear. Cyrus slowly took that hand in his own and delivered the reason why I asked was that my parents adore you so much that they thought you'd like to come with us to a family trip in the woods. I felt the constriction of my lungs at the mention of the word. The pile of food threatened to rise up as swallowing became difficult for I knew exactly why they wanted me there. I remembered how Dad mentioned the antlers on the woman and the moment Cyrus's hand gave mine a squeeze. I figured out who attached them. I know you'll probably be tempted to stay in the cabin with mom and bake stuff. You love that after all, but maybe a little change wouldn't be so bad. Maybe you can bring home our food instead. He went on, trying his hardest to show pleading on his face as I also tried my hardest not to break. I gave my best excuse on why I had to decline, praying that I sounded convincing enough all the while looking him straight in the eyes. Disappointment shrouded Cyrus's vision as his hand tore free from mine. The continuous range of children's voices filled the silence between us. And in that space, I read what he was thinking dot 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 he just lost his prey. Months passed and it was like we became ghosts to each other. I rarely saw him but that never gave me the safety that I once had felt in that school. I made a decision one day and with a heavy heart. I dropped out with reasoning about being burnt out much to the sorrow of my professors and friends. The day I took my last strides on that campus ground was also the day that the heavens cried for me, and I let myself feel each drop. October came with its passion for beautiful things decaying, and I found my eyes trailing each fallen leaf through the window. Worry never left Dad's side despite me being at their side. I understood where he was coming from though, and I love him more for it if that was even possible. Indigo bled on the sky as we gathered in the living room and played Monopoly. I never thought that I'd get emotional hearing my parents' laughter, but there I was, biting the inside of my cheeks just to keep my tears at bay. The blanket of joy that warmed us that night got ripped by the sudden sound of a thump on our front door. Dad signaled us to stay where we were as he got up to retrieve his gun and slowly approached the windows. I saw my mother's eyes widen at the sight as her hands covered her mouth but I was too busy being afraid to give her any form of comfort. I saw him peering to the side as he checked both windows to see if there was someone present on our porch and closed each curtain in return after doing so. Dad was making his way back to us after making sure that the locks were secured when two more loud thumps battered our home. A single finger was placed on his lips as he instructed us to go upstairs and call 911. I tasted terror before my body could even feel it and it was the savor of rust. The authorities arrived after what felt like torture. We were told to exit through the back door and after giving our statements. We drove away from there. My last glance was that of a white sheet covering something on our porch. We situated ourselves in a hotel to escape from whatever evil was still lurking in that place. A smoke flew along with the breeze as my father stood on the balcony. I went there and situated beside him and got him to tell me what he saw upon opening the door. Emptiness once again latched onto my father, his voice devoid of any semblance of emotion as the dying ember of his cigarette roared with each inhale. A deep breath followed by a tremble finally made an answer escape his mouth. Three skinned deer heads dot 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 each one with a piece of paper tied on their antlers with our names written on them. 
We told mom all about this mess when she demanded answers, and I couldn't even look at her when she broke down in heavy sobs. I don't think sleep will ever find me again in this new house. I spend nights aimlessly switching television programs. It's a lot better than waking up screaming. Investigations are still ongoing, but judging on who we are up against. We already know how this story would end. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.